Hi, everyone. This is Derek Williams, and you're listening to the 10 Bound Research Labs podcast, where we're dedicated to investigating technology that's driving success for sales development teams. Today, I have a distinguished guest, Alex Golo, who's the co-founder and CEO of 11Site. 11Site is doing something very interesting, everyone, and I think you're going to want to tune in. They're effectively an inbound video call and customer engagement platform designed for revenue teams. They bring the power of eye contact back into lead engagement, which I love. In that, I'm sure they are simplifying and humanizing the digital experience through video engagements. So I'm really happy to have Alex on the show today. Alex has a very distinguished background, as I mentioned. He's a veteran of the Bay Area Venture Angel startup ecosystem with two positive exits and now working on his third, of course. He's completed his undergrad at MIT, did a PhD at UC Berkeley, currently an industry fellow at UC Berkeley as well and an adjunct professor at Northeastern University. So quite a bit going on. And for you, Alex, thanks for being on the show. Thank you. Thank you for having us, Derek. Hey, well, why don't you tell us a little about your background and any particular inflection points along the way? Sounds good. So originally, I'm from Istanbul, Turkey. As you said, I came to MIT to do my undergrad, continued to Berkeley to do my PhD. Along the way, after I master's, I worked for a while. I joined this new startup called Oracle. This was back in... 87, except to 89, that by the time I joined, there were 2,000 people. I thought wow. they were too big. So I moved to a smaller company in Berkeley. There were 120 people, and they went public when I was working there. <laughs> so I still went back and finished my PhD, but somehow the bit was set in my head that, hey, I can do a startup. So after my PhD, I worked with a fellow student Part of Escafi, who's actually the CTO of my current company as well. Okay. We basically joined with a friend from the industry and started our first company, which was SMS applications for wireless handsets when the Motorola Static was the most advanced phone and Netscape was new. So we sent right. people their horoscopes, team results, stock prices. Right. So right. we sold that to a competitor. The second one, Parov and I both saw RFID. We built two separate companies, essentially. IoT companies in the cloud. Now, when we did the first startup, we had very little experience. So we defined success as seeing it through without screwing it up. (laughs) We managed to do that. And we made some money in the process. The second one, we defined success of making some money for all shareholders. And we delivered on that. I mean, my company was acquired in 2020 for 50 million by Excel KKR. Now we are doing a third one. So that's 11 site, and that brings us to here. And this time, I mean, you asked inflection points. This time we are aiming high. This one is for the upside. Okay, so double click on that. You're saying the goal, how you're defining success in this venture is something around the upside? Yeah, so I mean, we want to build, we want to build a 100 million ARR company and have a huge exit. So that's the goal. That's what drives us on a daily basis. And of course, to be able to do that, we do have to create the corresponding value for our customers, which is what we're going to talk, talk about, about here today. Yeah, absolutely. Well, actually, since you, I think this is a good segue, actually. I had this teed up to ask you later, but I'll bring it in now. 11Site, obviously, is doing something innovative, and we'll talk about that. But the company in itself, you have some very large goals for yourself. You're very you know, intent about where you want to end up. Your company values, I believe, are a key point in how you get there, right? I think that yes. distinguishes us apart. And now some of the company values that we see with companies are pretty similar, but you have some unique ones that I wanted to point out. And I hope I'm not putting you too much in the spot here because I know you probably don't you know, study these every day, but 
two of them have stood out. One is Scrappy Your Way. Yes. The other is Trust is Everything, Own It. So those are the two that stood out to me. Can you explain what those two mean? So I will actually explain it in the context of how we are doing the startup, because the first two we did, they were venture funded. But by the time we got acquired, our ownership was like in single digits. We want to have double digits this time, which meant that we started by investing our own money into the company. So we didn't necessarily have high salaries or anything, which was nice when you were just fresh off school. So this time, no income, we are dependent on the upside, which means, I mean, every startup is scrappy. You never have enough resources. We basically had even less resources, especially at the beginning. So that means that you need to be comfortable, that you need to be innovative, and you need to be resourceful. Now, when you do that, the only thing that you can really rely on is the team. Right. So you need to be able to have trust that everybody plays a role and they deliver their own piece. And sure enough, not everything goes as planned every single time. Right. So you make a decision. If you make a lot of decisions, a few of them are going to be wrong. Hopefully the most, most of them will be right. You own it, you fix it, you move on. Got it. That's what you mean. Okay. I love it. Okay, good. And this seems like it's hardwired into the culture of your business. And yes. you know, every employee is hopefully you want to. Well, if that. you are a small team, everybody counts, right? Mm-hmm. Good. Well, let's get into 11 site now. What's the problem that we're solving? You mentioned at the start of the interview that we're humanizing the inbound yes. lead engagement process with video. So what problem did you identify that need to be solved? And you know, how are you going about that? So essentially, our goal is to bring businesses closer to their customers online with one-click conversations. What we have observed, and I mean, we all share this frustration as you go try to get hold of a business you deal with an AI chatbot, a form, you send an email, a meeting gets scheduled, and it takes five to 10 days to actually connect with the business. I had this experience with Trinet, ADP, and Paychex. We needed a payroll company. I had to fill out their census forms. By the time the Paychex and ADP got back to me, I had a handshake with Trinet. So speed counts. Right. Industry statistics show that 70% of people don't show up to scheduled meetings and 78% buy from those who they interact with first. first right. So we said, okay, so we understand this. This is a problem, top of the funnel for inbound sales, especially for product-led growth companies needs to be redefined. And we further focus this on those deals which like have really high velocity sales. The decisions are made in 30 days or less because okay. the customer is somewhere between a thousand and a hundred thousand because on a $17 t-shirt, I don't want to talk to you. You don't want to talk to me mm-hmm. over a million RFPs, nine month sales cycle. Sure. Five to 10 days makes a difference, but not as big mm-hmm. five to 10 day delay on a 30 day deal kills the deal. So we said, okay, so let's solve that problem. We looked at what exists. I mean, sure. Zoom rooms exist. We all, you know, when the pandemic hit, we all basically sold whatever technology was available to meet our needs. But video is actually going vertical. I mean, there are companies mm-hmm. who are building video solutions for courtrooms, classrooms, hop in air meet for events. So we said, we're going to focus on the needs of sales and marketing organizations in those inbound sales organizations and solve the problem. So 
The goal is to accelerate lead conversion, to basically give the fastest path to your lead guaranteed, right? So because if you answer the call as the prospect clicks that link, that is unbeatable speed to lead. Right, right. right? And, and there is a strong trend in the market that sort of shows this too, because Jason Lemkin, the founder of SASTA, recently wrote an article that said, when the phone rings, answer. So that's the problem we are solving. Unbeatable speed to lead, faster lead conversion, increase revenues. And then if you want, we can also get into the details of right. how we are solving it. Yeah, absolutely. Now, one thing you did say is that unbeatable lead to speed guaranteed. So uh -huh. just for anybody who didn't catch that, is this money backed when you say guaranteed? Help me understand that piece. So, I mean, it's unbeatable speed to lead guaranteed because it is pretty clear because if you come to our website and if you go, let's say, to the pricing page and say, call us, we will actually talk to you. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's going to take a second. So that already fulfills our promise on the guarantee. Absolutely. And we are our first customer. I'll, I'll tell you a story. This happened like 10 o'clock one night. So I'm also one of the people who answers the call because we answer our call 24 incoming calls 24-7 with a distributed team around the globe. Wow. So it was 10 p.m. I was working. A call came in and somebody had just decided they were going to buy something from WebEx. And they did one last search on the internet, see if there was an alternative because it wasn't exactly what they needed. Had we not picked up that line, had mm -hmm. I not answered, he would have basically an hour later just got Signed a hand with WebEx or something. Put his mm -hmm. put his credit card to WebEx. Instead, we converted him. Yeah, and this is huge, right? This is one of those things that we're all trying to get right. I interviewed Zoom Info's director of sales development not too long ago. And one of the things that was alarming to me or actually jawing was they measure their inbound lead first touch in seconds as right. opposed to minutes. And I think most companies, if they're even measuring that SLA and getting it right, you know, they're definitely not measuring it in seconds. And so that instantaneous aspect is real. And I think that's, we have to continuously move in that direction. And we put all this effort and work into investment, I should say, into marketing programs and awareness and to drive that lead to the front line. And then to, and using your example, not be able to respond fast enough and let that go to the next guy or next person seems real unfortunate. Yeah. And you mentioned the big shift theory. Is this, yes. did we kind of already talk, touch on that or do you want so to? So that actually, that big shift is this change in mentality in inbound sales organizations right. or product-led growth organizations to realize exactly what you said. Hey, we need to answer calls in real time, but big shift has other components too is, I mean, there was a time when a company's website was the single source of truth about them. But today, when I'm doing my homework, it's not just the company's website I read. I look at LinkedIn. I look at G2. I look at Captera. Right. I read some blogs that they have written. So the company is running all of these campaigns because all of those posts, even on Facebook and so forth, are to generate awareness with their audience, right. to build their reputation. Why not provide their prospect, the ability with a single click, engage them as opposed to adding all these steps and friction. 
right forms right. I mean, and drive it like to the website and let them fill a form sure you could actually ask the prospect to take those five steps and then you can get back to them but chances are some of them will abandon you along the way right so you're you're this is exactly what we is, talk to our clients about all the time is exactly this is how many steps how much friction do we have up front and it's a constant debate should we ask about the phone number should we or not should we ask yes. them to what should we require and what shouldn't we and that abandonment rate that you were talking about which is really common in e-commerce but also in this lead flow inbound how many leads are being abandoned they hit the form but didn't fill out the form and so forth so I love that you're able to get the instant, but let's talk about how it works and how you're able to facilitate that instant connection. You have a feature built into the 11 site platform called eLines. Yes. Can you explain to the audience what eLines are? So, I mean, maybe I'll date myself, but there was something called an 800 number. And then if you were a sales guy and the phone rang, you picked up and you talked to people. You're, you're dating both of us, to be honest, <laughs> in that respect. So now the equivalent of that is what we call an e-line which is nothing more than a url so we have taken a digital communication identity of an individual of a product of a department of a sales team and a group line or even a location and reduced it to a url now the nice thing about that is you can now embed that e-line anywhere you want right it could be in a linkedin post you come to our 11 site website you can call us but more importantly, you can call us from our Facebook page. You can call us from our LinkedIn page, G2, Kaptara, and all of the above, okay. right? Because we are now living at a time where the customers are well-educated. They do their own homework before they reach out, Exactly. right? So give them the ability to reach out to you. And then now the second half, so that like giving the prospect the ability to initiate a call without downloads, without appointments, without any platform restrictions, that meets the need of the prospect. Now, clearly the business has some needs here too, right? So on the SDR, BDR, how will the system find the most suitable available person to answer the call? Will we provide the right context to the SDR, BDR so that they know what they need to achieve in this incoming call. Right. Maybe the company has run many different campaigns with slightly different goals, and I'm responsible for answering all of those calls. So what we do is whoever gets chosen, and that's actually part of our patented intelligent routing algorithms where in the limit, we can even ask the CRM, hey, who should we connect this to? Mm -hmm. We can also ring multiple team members in a group line and any one of them can answer, the first one gets the lead. But we also present this DRBDR with a call script or call context, who is calling. And on this particular campaign line where the call came in, what is it that you are expected to do? So Furthermore, we also integrate with the CRM. So any progress you made is automatically captured in whatever CRM that you are using. So if I'm gathering this so far, A, we have a universal call to action. So whether it's on the website, LinkedIn, you name it, anywhere you can embed this e-line, you have a universal call to action available to your business that instantaneously gets them, you know, speaking over video to somebody, a live yes. person, huge. On that e-line piece, one thing that I want to double click on real quick, I want to go to the CRM piece as well, because I think that's key. I love that you have QR codes too, as part of this. Right. Yes. So before those events, we're doing the same thing, right? If we're at yes. a trade show, for instance. 
Yeah. So that actually, I mean, when we talk about omni-channel presence, the QR codes are an important element because there are all those chat skis that you give away at events, put a QR code on it. And then when they scan, that translate into a URL, an e-line, and that initiates a call. We have used this successfully in our campaigns when we used to go to events. Mm -hmm. I have it on my business card. Now, the nice thing is those QR codes can also have embedded intelligence, right? When you call me from my QR code on my business card, I know you are somebody who's holding the business card. Right. Oh, this is the Rockstar conference we went to. It's somebody who has a chat ski at that event. So campaign so management, I was saying there may be Yes, mm -hmm. there is attribution. There are multiple campaigns you run. So you see which ones are working which ones are generating the calls. Mm -hmm. Internally, you have a team of people answering the calls and you are able to track when the calls are coming in and who are the people who are answering so that they can also get credit for answering the calls. Very good. So there's tracking on the E-line, all that metadata that we can pick up. And then, you know, we have pre-call intelligence that's handed over to the user, if you will, the yeah. SDR in this case. It's queued up for them on who this person is, where they're calling from, and so forth. So you go into that conversation well-informed. Yes, good. so you don't need to prepare for the meeting for 15 minutes, half an hour. <laughs> right. It's right there in front of you. Now, if I'm an SDR, an inbound SDR, and I'm taking leads in, and I you know, get a call instantaneously, then I obviously would want to maybe book a meeting for that yes. person. And we talked about how what we're trying to do here is kind of collapse this whole experience yes. for the person when they have that moment of interest and they want to reach out to you, we shouldn't have these steps that they have to go through to get the last piece of information, the last questions answered in their research to make a decision on who they want to go with. And so if I'm an SDR and I receive that video call, is there a way for me to do a three-way call where I can maybe just bring in the account executive to that video call and just streamline that whole interaction and have a discovery call right there on the fly? Absolutely. I mean, if the inbound team has that maturity and has gotten to that point, you can easily do a three-way call with an account executive, bring the account executive in, maybe do an introduction. The SDR doesn't even need to stay in the meeting or they can stay in the meeting. Right. So all of that is in the product. now. Early on, maybe the AEs are more comfortable with a scheduled meeting. We have these call cards. Right. So one of the options may be you go into the calendar and you pick a time to schedule a meeting with the AE if nobody is available now. Mm -hmm. But as you said, eliminate friction. The prospect is in the mindset to make a decision now. And some of that can even be left to the judgment of the SDRs like, this guy is going to give the credit card today. Right now, so let, even. Maybe. Let me bring an AE <laughs> now, whereas, mm -hmm. well, this is going to take a couple more conversations so we can schedule a meeting. Yeah, we do artificially expand sales cycles time to time based on you know our own availability as opposed to what's best for the client. So I like that this is more buyer-centric in that way. Yes. One thing that I really want to drive home for the audience as well is imagine this interaction happening over a mobile device, right? Because that makes it less foreign. Most of, I think, the research that people are going to be doing and engaging is still is, is happening over a mobile device. They're not just looking at vendors through their, you know, their laptop. So this experience is fully baked in and ready to be handled on both sides on a mobile device. So whether I hit that QR code and I then dial you know, through my phone, 
take a picture of the QR code, tap it. It's going to route me to your website. I'm going to get a video call instantaneously right there from my phone. You can also answer it on your mobile device as well. So if you're out and about, you don't need to be, you know, hunkered down at your desk. You can get that video call instantaneously because availability is one thing that comes to mind when I think about this. If I'm really trying to do this effectively, I need to actually know that I have someone or a way to answer these calls. Is that Yes, absolutely. I mean, that was sort of our goal. Day one is no platform restrictions. iOS, Android, Windows, Mac, wherever the prospect is, they can click on that URL. The call is initiated. The person answering the call can answer on any device. You can even transfer it from your mobile device to your desktop or vice versa if need be. Mm -hmm. Do you think this creates a challenge around staffing correctly? for SDR teams specifically that are going to, you want to make sure you have bodies available to answer these calls. Does having 11 site elevate the importance of staffing appropriately for inbound availability? I mean, clearly it does require the teams to rethink because people need to answer inbound calls in real time. Right. So, and they can't also just wait for the phone to ring. So it requires some interleaving off. I'm doing some outbound activities. I'm maybe placing some calls, but then when the phone rings, I answer. I mean, this is actually a good segue that it's not just the marketing departments that run campaigns. Individual SDR, BDRs sometimes are expected to do their own outbound engagement, create their own leads. Right. Hey, you are working on running those campaigns, drafting those emails, work on that. And then if the phone rings, then you just pick it up. Right. And we do this ourselves. I mean, as I said earlier, we do try to answer around the clock. We all have our regular jobs, but when the call comes, somebody answers. Yeah. And I think one thing that we miss is that in these inbound calls are what I would define as a workflow stoppage issue, right? This is right. something you, you stop your standard identify stage, engage with your leads and target accounts. When you get that inbound phone call, the inbound video comes in, that's a stop what you're doing situation. But in that, you do offer call orchestration in your platform. You mentioned it quickly in when you were talking about the features. So the intelligent call routing that comes with 11 site, I think is pretty cool. You can inbound to a dedicated person or to a queue or group, and you can have simultaneous ringing which I think is really cool. So you really emphasize the fact that if someone's not available, it can route to someone else. If they're calling from a certain source, a certain e-line that can route to a certain group, for instance, yes. maybe it's product focused or something like that. Can you expand on those use cases? Or are yeah. you doing anything different? So we do, we definitely have like key concepts that I have my direct line. That's vcall.link slash Alex Golden. You okay. call that, it's me and me only. I answer it. I can escalate it to somebody else or it can go into my message line and you can schedule a meeting with me. We have this notion of group lines. The idea is that it's a set of team members who are going to answer that. So we can do simultaneous ringing of all five. This could be a team of SDRs because if, if you of them are actually on a call and maybe they are, this is their day off, there are still a couple other people who will be on that line who will be able to answer. Mm -hmm. Right. In our case, we do have somebody in India, in Istanbul, in Germany, in New York and in the Bay Area. So any given hour of the day, somebody is at work. Yeah. Right. It could also be that in a given location, you have five people and your work hours are your business hours are, say, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. And outside that, 
you give the prospect the ability to schedule a meeting. But those group lines can also be associated with specific campaigns. So you know that the call is coming for a particular email campaign you have run or an event or a conference you have gone to. Right. And then you can also create different group lines. You can mix and match. A given SDR can be in multiple group lines. And when the call comes, you see that, oh, it's on this campaign. This is the goal of the campaign. So all of that is in your call card when you get into the meeting. So that's the call orchestration piece that allows that intelligent routing of picking the right person and giving them the necessary call context. Thank you. One of the things that I also really like about this for our audience is when you think about installing 11Site into a transactional sales model, something that's a you know, 30-day sales cycle, like you mentioned, Alex, is if you have an SDR that or SDR team that is having these interactions at a high rate, particularly, and if you want to think about inserting the credit card model where you can maybe just have them pay right then and there. And there's plenty of clients that we work with that have that availability. Sometimes it's a starter and you work them up from there. But I think it leads to that skill development for SDRs too, where as if you're looking for ways to bridge the gap between how do I take my SDR, senior SDR, and get them at bats, get them down that path of preparing for an account executive role, which is where they mostly go. I know SDRs can go in a lot of different directions, but mm-hmm. most often I think we're looking to have them go into an account executive role, into a closing role. And so if you have a mid-market AE team, which is usually that next best step for an SDR, I feel like 11 site is one of those tools that can really help facilitate the learning curve to you know, get them more ready, if you will, for that AE position. So as a call out there, would you agree there, Alex? Yeah, absolutely. Because I mean, some of the SDRs will be maybe very good at getting people to take out their credit card. Right. Others will be more ready to schedule that meeting with the AE. So you will see who is a lot more sales and closing oriented. And if you are as an SDR, then you will succeed. You will use your charm and you will eliminate objections. You will get to the next step. Now, maybe your forte is in a lot more running campaigns, generating leads. That will be evident because there will be so many more calls on your direct line. So maybe you are not just only skilled as a salesperson. You are also skilled as somebody who can run campaigns and generate leads. Mm. So this gives you the ability to put your skills to work and shine in the organization. So why wouldn't someone, I did some research, obviously, on 11 site and looking at who's maybe next closest competitor. If I look up 11 site, who else do I see in that realm? And, you know, Salesforce, Zendesk, Converska, Twilio, these are the ones that kept coming up over and over again during mm-hmm. my searches. So I'm curious, why wouldn't someone just go with one of those platforms, a customer experience platform that is, as right. opposed to 11 site? What's the difference there? Can you help explain those swim lanes? Sure. I mean, there are like several categories. I mean, there are a lot of CRM companies, HubSpot, Salesforce, and so forth. Be actually actively integrate with them, right? Mm -hmm. We are not going to repeat everything they do. We are just one of your communication channels. We bring those video calls in. So we integrate with them. You mentioned somebody like Twilio. There is video.io. So if you had a large IT organization and you had a couple years to develop a solution similar to ours, 
maybe you will use their SDK APIs mm -hmm. to implement your own video tool, but that's definitely defeats the purpose because all you need is five, 10 lines. You can come to our website at a very reasonable rate. You can actually be live in five minutes. And maybe this is also a good context to mention that people should come to our website, 11site.com, go to pricing. They get two weeks free to play with it. They can even use 10 bound 10, that's 10 bound one zero as a discount code and additional basically a little savings for you there you go the okay. recognition of the 10 bond organization that's a pleasant surprise and i gotta give it to alex he's the first one to do that on the show for us thank you alex yeah. uh, that's cool and then you can actually see this for yourself and if there are managers on this podcast who are listening they can implement this for their team sdr vdrs can escalate this to their managers and say hey i show this thing it's really cool i want to use this as a call to action in all of my outreach so that my prospects can call me instantaneously. Right. So for you outbound SDRs who thought this was just for inbound interactions, it's also for those replies. Turn those replies right. into video interactions, right? I always, always tell teams, use email, use digital communication like web chat or LinkedIn to get people on the phone. But forget that. Use it to get them on video. Yes. Right? It's way, way more interactive. Let's talk about setup. So assuming we have some folks in the call that just heard the 10 bound 10 discount code and want to action that and are leaning forward, what should they expect in terms of setup? Is this, you know, weeks of configuration? Is this a plug and play? Can you talk us through quickly how setup looks? So, I mean, the way we actually designed this is you can be up and running in a couple of minutes, right? Hmm, so wow. you log in and we call that link slash Alex call is you. Now, an hour later, maybe you have set up a couple group lines because you, the group manager, signed up. You have five SDRs. You set up their accounts. You set up a couple group lines. You set up a couple campaigns. A few hours later, that's ready to go. Now, the next step is maybe you want to do a HubSpot integration. If you are doing what's available off the shelf, it's very straightforward. If you want something more, then you need to do some more configuration. But definitely, definitely the SaaS solution, both the starter and the premium on our website is hours of setup. And we are always here to answer your calls. So once you log in, we call that link slash 11 support. Again, we will be Video ready interactive. to answer any calls. If you mm -hmm. have any issues, we'll be there to answer them. So it goes extends beyond lead engagement to now yes. client success and making sure we're you know providing optimal support with eye contact. Yes. That. So I mean, as I said at the beginning, it was like to shorten the distance between businesses and their customers. So mm. it encompasses the entire customer engagement lifecycle from initial prospecting to closing to customer success. Initial focus is a lot more on the sales, but it can be used at any stage. Right. You have a proposal that's out there and, you, and they're looking at a couple of different players that are ready to pull the trigger on signing on one of these proposals and they want to reach out and ask some questions. And that's how these things work, especially in these transactional models. If It's not just the first one to get the lead. It's the first one to answer questions about proposals and things. So, you know, late in stage, you can still use a function like this to make sure you're standing out. So good call out there. Now, you mentioned integrations a few times. I have noted here that HubSpot's your first native integration. Is that right? 
Yeah, HubSpot is, we also were in B2C, so we integrated with a number of automotive CRMs. Mm. But I mean, like Salesforce is going to be next. But other things we actually also want to do as part of this integration is when a prospect enters their business email, maybe take that to Zoom Info, get some more information about that contact, maybe about that business. So those are all basically components of your call screen as the SDR is you have all these call cards on the side that guide you through the process, gives you additional information about the context. Mm. Okay. And then other than that, if I'm trying to integrate with my tools, I'm using webhooks. Yes. Webhooks. Webhooks are available. And we are also a very responsive team. I mean, we have an agile development cycle. So if you are working with a company and they say, hey, you know, can you add this? Typically, the next two sprints are spoken for, right. but the which are two weeks each. So the third sprint, we will basically add that because after all, we love our customers telling us what it is that they need in their solution. That's how we got here because we rolled the solution out and our, our customers told us, hey, we need this, we need that. And that's how we were able to get here. That's why we have the reviews that we have on Captera and G2 that like are 4.6, 4.8. Right. And we have every intention of keeping that level of customer satisfaction. Right. And as you pointed out, we use it not only in the sales, but in the customer success ourselves. Perfect. Yeah. Customer, you know, feedback and voice of the customer is yeah. essential for product innovation. So I love that you're factoring that in and bringing that to the forefront. Besides price, why else, why wouldn't someone buy 11 site? I think so. The only thing that we run into is this unwillingness to answer calls in real time. It's like, it's so ingrained now that I'll let the prospect sort of stumble along. And if they really insist and want a meeting, then I'm going to schedule a meeting for them. Got it. Yeah. Right? That's sort of the only alternative to us. Whereas in a five minute, 10 minute conversation, you not only save the prospect time, you actually internally save time because all of those traces that the prospect drops with uploading something, et cetera, somebody has to look at it for, even if it's only for five minutes, 10 minutes off, is there a there there? Mm-hmm. You can achieve so much more in a five, 10 minute conversation of, hey, Do they have a real problem? Is there a product market fit between us and them? Do they have budget? When are they going to decide? That's a five-minute conversation if you are actually there. Obviously, don't start with them. Just build some some trust, right? Some legitimacy. Get some. No, but even Gong will tell you. Gong's recorded and analyzed millions of calls, and they'll tell you the average, you know, initial call is somewhere in the range of five and a half minutes, and it includes certain components like a uninterrupted pitch for about thirty seconds, and these different other components. But you're right; those initial calls. You know, to get qualified, to identify pain, and to justify, you know, next steps, five, six minutes. And if you can do that over video, you've advanced your sales cycle tremendously too. So to your point, you're collapsing sales cycles, you're removing friction in the process as part of that, but you're also saving operational bandwidth from within the organization, which allows you to reinvest that into other strategic areas. And I'm going to bring this to the big shift and beatable speed to lead is I mean, it's getting harder and harder to run outbound campaigns and to differentiate, right? Email spam, we don't read them. There was a time when LinkedIn was okay, a good way of prospecting. 
but there is no way standing up. Now, this is an opportunity to sort of wow your prospects because today they're still going to be amazed that there is a real person answering the call. I mean, in six months to a year, once this big shift takes root, others will do this. But now is the opportunity to really differentiate and impress your prospects. Right. I've done a series of interviews with video vendors over the last couple of months. I've interviewed Tolstoy, Video, and you know they've all been on the show and published interviews. And I think it's some of that same tone is what they talk to is using video to a you know, get more attention, you know, grab people's attention. That's what video is really good at. And then using video to create more engagement. Tolstoy is really good at that. And I feel like you're doing a little bit of both actually, though you're getting yeah. attention, standing out and you're creating optimal engagement. So it seems like a win-win here. Yeah. Now, let me switch gears here. This is the part where I usually ask about your sales development team. And we did some planning and you shared that you don't actually have a sales development team. And that's not uncommon for my guests. This is a sales development podcast. So naturally, I want to understand how is it that you and your business at 11 site are going about you know, creating new revenue, getting repeatable prospecting in place? What is your strategy towards pipeline creation, if you can share? I mean, one of them is clearly is by talking to influencers and podcast experts like you. Thank you. And that's basically the key thing we are doing now is more and more awareness generation, okay. running campaigns, going to online events, joining groups where these topics are being discussed, monitoring all of the blog posts on LinkedIn where people are talking about the big shift and the importance of answering the calls instantly. Right. And interacting with them to sort of working with some of those experts, creating playbooks. Now, on the other hand, if there are SDR BDRs on this call who are so impressed that they want to come and help us with our outbound campaigns and are willing to answer some real-time calls, sure, they can come, definitely call us. We'll talk to them and we'll see if we can work together. There you go. Well, I know there's a lot of people looking for work today, considering the macroeconomics around us, and we've seen a lot of layoffs. So it's always good to hear our partners talk to not only how their product can help people in the interview and application process, but also, hey, if you actually have openings, or you might be open to placing people, that's huge. I know that when we were in our planning session, Raphael, your head of marketing, shared that one of the things that the place that's working mostly for you which I think is a standout here, considering the power of LinkedIn today and social, is that's where you're getting a lot of your inquiries. People are clicking on 11 site social organic posts and are routing directly into a live video interaction with one of those people that you mentioned that are across yes. the world. And you're facilitating pipeline through that place specifically. Yeah. And I think that's- so, really I mean, impressive. that's exactly it. Is that, I mean, the reason I sort of said, oh, 11site.com slash 11 sales, you could just type that in into your URL and call us. You can come to our LinkedIn website and you can with one click call us. So we basically, as I said, our first customer, we recognize the big shift. It's not just our website that's creating the calls, but our presence. Mm. Sure, we do get calls from Facebook, but LinkedIn is more where our customers hang up, hang out. So we get a lot more calls from LinkedIn sometimes from a G2 or Captera page. But that's actually one of the strategies, obviously, we are following is be cognizant that people shop and look and read everywhere. Right. Be everywhere and provide as a call to action. Hey, 
one click call to us. Right. Exactly. It's not just, I love LinkedIn, big fan, but it's right. not just about LinkedIn. Anyone who sat through any of my BDR trainings knows I call this out when you're researching your prospects, just don't just look at LinkedIn, look at other platforms, look at them from an omni-channel perspective. So I love that you're calling that out as well. Yeah. Well, this has been great. If you are in the audience today and you know, you've know you enjoyed this, make sure you check out 11 Sites' website and try them out in their video interaction. They're increasing qualified lead conversion and close leads at 30% more than you would have previously. So anything else you'd say in closing, where would you send them? I know you had the discount code, maybe call that out one more time. Yeah. So just come to 11 go to pricing. If you have any questions, one click, you will be calling us. Otherwise, use the discount code 10bound10. Just sign up two weeks free and we'll interact with you in that process. We will be very happy to hear from you in terms of how you like our solution. That's part of the process. We'll reach out to you and then we'll go from there and you will start vowing your prospects yourself and we both win. There you go. Okay. Well, thank you everyone for listening. This is Derek Williams. You've been listening to the 10 Bound Research Labs podcast where we're dedicated to investigating technology that's driving success for sales development teams. Signing off. Thank you for listening to the Sales Development Podcast, the only audio forum 100% focused and dedicated to sales development with your host, David Delaney. Please be sure to subscribe to the show on YouTube and take a moment to leave us a review on iTunes. Your support makes our show possible. If you are struggling with your sales development program, contact us at 10bound.com for a no-obligation exploratory call. Again, that's 10bound.com.